0: Watching Stargate, they made a podcast that's an item that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drink as they reference random pop culturey things. Crying out loud, they put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 15. Yes, 50. There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate SG 1 first watch re watch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we're going over Cora I, or
1: uh, there's a few good men in space.
0: (laughs) Stargate. Uh, uh, shit! What's the what's the? It's not Law and Order. It's SVU. Stargate SVU. No, that's the Special. Victims. Stargate SG One. <laughs> Stargate SG One. Law and Wait Order SG One. Yes, that's what I was going for. Thank you. That works. Cori, yeah. aka Law and Order SG One. I dig it. I'm really glad I uh, rehearsed and actually <laughs> thought of my AKA. Look at how great we're we <laughs> We've got another
1: career coming up on our
0: hands. <laughs> a career of. Mm-hmm. Not um, that awkwardly failing <laughs> <laughs> at words. <laughs> um. So, this episode uh, first aired January twenty third, nineteen ninety eight. So we're into a new year. Woo! Woo! Um. It was written by Tom J. Astill. This is his only episode of Stargate. Oh, cool. I was gonna say that doesn't sound familiar, but his IMDb of things that he's written is kind of impressive okay like epic and home which just came out get smart failure to launch so weird failure to launch yes Coach, wow. uh the tv show version of jumanji for one episode <laughs> there was a tv version of jumanji i literally learned that at this moment wow oh um, i see the
1: outer limits from the poor man's twilight zone <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: yeah and the twilight zone oh wow Wow. Well, that seems appropriate uh so he's he's been around for a while and he's done some things. No kidding. Um but it's interesting to note that most of the things on there are like comedies.
1: Yeah, this is not a very comedic episode. This is
0: not a comedic episode. <laughs> this is a lot of feels. Um and then it was directed by Mario as a party. We know that name. We do, but this is his last episode of SG1 that he oh, directs. Sad. He comes back for some Atlantis in the first season. Right on. Which is actually some of my favorite Atlantis in the first season. Okay. Um but yeah. And cool. the one thing that, as I was, re- like, watching this and as I was sort of typing out, I sort of, I always compare episodes of different series because okay. you, there's no real point to and cool. they're always different anyway. But this one kind of reminds me of, there's a uh, Star Trek DS9 episode called Duet. Okay. Again, not exactly, but it's kind of along the same lines in dealing with like the the thought of a war criminal after the fact, and and you know what uh, what is owed after the fact. Right. And in okay. this case, it was actually an innocent man pretending to be a guilty party. Yeah. In order for the wronged planet to find some healing. That's fair. Yeah. So it kind spoilers. of spoilers. It kind of—I <laughs> I didn't say what planet or species <laughs> or person. Yeah, there's, there, to be fair, it's, it, there's only one race that gotcha. occupied an entire <laughs> other planet for multiple years and needed retribution on Star Trek DS9. But <laughs> so the planet this week is Cartage, uh, which is P three X, one two seven nine. Okay, I almost flipped those letters, um, and apparently. It is Latin for Carthage. Oh, cool! Which is most likely a empire that you've heard of. I know of that. That's a thing I know of. Uh, it was a rival empire of the Romans. Yes. And it extended over kind of the northern coast of a lot of northern Africa yep. and into like
1: Spain. Yeah, to area really we know um, now is Morocco and and then where Casablanca takes place. Yeah, like that. <laughs>
0: that's. I don't know what if it got quite of. over that far or not. But there's still a current city in Tunisia called Carthage. Oh, okay. Um, most of what I know about Carthage and the Carthage Empire is from Xena and Hercules.
1: <laughs> I don't have any memory of that at all.
0: I Listen, I watched most of Hercules because <laughs> I liked Iolus. And I watched pretty much all of Xena because fucking Xena and Xena. Gabrielle. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, she's essentially Wonder Woman. right? Yeah, that's true. With a darker history and that, past. Yeah, which may
1: be who the Wonder Woman we see soon. Yep. Anybody else excited about that new trailer? That's me. That's
0: me. I'm excited. I will. <laughs> as, as a tangent to the tangent we're currently on, tangent to tangent. Yes. Um, people can outrage all you want and shout at me for this because people I know currently do. I do not find Batman or Superman interesting almost at all. They're my, I think, least favorite of all the superheroes. superheroes. I'm a big Batman Um, fan, but I love Wonder Woman. Well, Wonder Woman's a badass. I don't like the current run of Wonder Woman because they change. I feel like they change the current run in the comic books. Yes, yes. Um, But and so I was like, but I'm going to go see the movie because you're going to introduce Wonder Woman, and it's going to introduce. Hopefully, we see Aquaman because yes.
1: Oh, Um, I would imagine they will.
0: And anyway, so I was going to see it for all these side things, but that trailer when it came out was the first time that I think I generally wanted to see the film for what the actual plot of the film yeah, is Yeah. because that scene when the beginning of the most current trailer where Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent are talking at each other about a meta level of things while yeah. being it was I really enjoyed
1: it I listen I will I don't want to get too far off track but I will say the one thought I had was that I like Ben Affleck as Batman yes not sure that
0: I like him as Bruce Wayne Oh, see, and I just immediately saw him. I was like, well, it's Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. I he, don't... To me, he looks... I never actually had a problem with him as Bruce Wayne. To uh, me, he looks like
1: Bruce Wayne. Well, the look is one thing, but as far as the, uh, the personality... I, I see, I get the Batman. I don't get Bruce Wayne out of him yet. But, again, we've only seen very little. I'm still going to watch the movie. Yeah. Let's
0: get back to some Stargate. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, anyways, we were still talking about Carthage. Yes. Um, and pretty much the Carthage Empire was always hostile to the Greeks and Romans. The three of them just were constantly fighting. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, and it fell after the Third, third Punic War. Um, and if I'm... My numbers are correct about 146 BC. It fell to the Romans. Mm. And then we don't, I mean, to me, in school, I don't remember hearing a ton about the, Carth, you know, the you Carthage don't, you Empire. You do not focus
1: a lot on the Roman Empire. Maybe well, it would have been the, the, the advance in technology that the Romans had.
0: Oh, I also just assumed it was because of the victors write history. Well, that's true.
1: That's very true. We yeah, and that it's a probably times. a lot of Carthage was probably ruined.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Crator. This
1: has been history, according to Stargate.
0: Yes, slightly part one. I guess it's a little bit later (laughs) on. Part one. So SG one episode starts. SG one arrives, and I'm just going to call it Carthage for the rest of the episode. Yeah, I like it. Um, And they walk into Carthage. Yes, and they walk into a market that's completely deserted. Yeah, it's very hipstery. Very,
1: you know, like here's a weekend uh, fresh market.
0: Speaking of hipstery, Tuke's already been here before. Yeah, well, he he is a hipster.
1: hipster. (laughs) He's like, uh, "Uh, this is. nothing new to me gosh Gosh. let me push up my glasses and my (laughs) must let me stroke my waxed mustache at you uh
0: he said the Gold visit here regularly because they like to harvest humans right um daniel has (laughs) this great line of like you know i wish you wouldn't say harvest we're talking about human beings (laughs) and not brussels sprouts (laughs) the brussels sprouts in the basket behind him yeah so they come here to harvest the brussels sprouts and And the the humans humans, yep we need you know they need greens in their diet as well (laughs) Um, and also, I think we both, while watching this episode, remarked that this is so. This is what happens when you raid Pier One in World Market yeah. for your set.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, that's what exactly what your set looks like. All looks, of those baskets are like, on sale, yeah, like at a Pier hipster one. open air market. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's like fresh homemade cheese that I made from my personal goat over yep, on the side. Over here, yeah, and...
1: everything's got a bird on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, also, considering the conversations they have later in this episode, why is the market right in front? The gate yeah that's weird is it in front of the gate simply so they can immediately see when the gate starts to light up that's what we we learned a little bit later
1: that they got as soon as the gate something starts to happen everybody hides so maybe it needs to be in plain sight so that they can hide
0: i say put someone on sentry in front of the gate And then just, like, shoot an arrow or, like, mention back to it so then everyone can scatter and you don't have your market and all your villagers right in front of the gate that usually tends to bring you pain and death. Okay. That's (laughs) fair. But
1: I think simplicity would just be like, well, leave it somewhere we can see it. Ah, fuck simplicity. (laughs)
0: makes more sense. Nice. So. So, go for it. No, I'm good. You go. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, we both took a drink right at the same moment, and I was going to say that we are it's, drinking uh, gin and berries, yes. I believe is what it was dubbed today. Yeah, which, it's which almost sounds dirty,
1: but it's not, I swear. Sin and Jerry's, I don't it's, know.
0: <laughs> it's essentially a gin and tonic with some smashed uh, strawberries at the bottom. It's basically the
1: greatest drink I've had and in it's like It's pretty damn tasty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we got, these, we got these strawberries from the farmer's market on Saturday. <laughs> a bunch of hipsters. <laughs> Thanks, bartender, Nick. Thank you. So... Uh, they, they hit this market And all the food is fresh The fires are still going And there's just no one there Right So they walk They continue to walk And they get to his hull And all the arrows get pointed at them Right that seems fair. That have I feel like at some point, what,
1: when do you just get used to things like guns and, and, and arrows and things pointing at you? I think,
0: I guess Does they Does it just are. become old hat? It's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, about nice? the, what, 13th or 14th episode <laughs> in <into> the episode <laughs> F- series. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Jack tells everyone to hold their fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells Daniel to find a language in order to tell these guys they're not ghouls and they're friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the head arrow guy, who we learn is Hanno knows English because everyone in the not
1: just on this world but in other planets yes because clearly if you were
0: taken from ancient Carthage you would of course know modern English yeah that seems right (laughs) Um, and he asks why they should believe SG-1 since they have weapons too or no they have weapons and Jack rightly points out that they have weapons too I confused that line that's okay apologize everyone has weapons Um, but Jack, Jack offers to put this down first um, but then they freak out again when they see Tilk mm-hmm. and all the weapons are not pointed at him, uh, and SG-1 tries to impress the fact that he's peaceful and he's a good guy, um, but Hanno says it's lies and that Tilk killed his father, because mm. his name is Inyo Montoya, you killed my father. Prepare, Prepare to die. die. Um... <laughs> So I guess we've had this for, for those how of long? you taking
1: count. This is the first Princess Bride reference. Ever. Is it the first? I think it is the first one. Oh. I don't know that we've made any others. I don't know. I feel like we have. We might have made an As You Wish line.
0: Yeah, because I tend to make a fair amount of Princess Bride <laughs> references in life. All right, let's do it. Um, but you know, we've had previous episodes where everyone's like, "Oh, look, he's Neville Chaffa," right. and now like shit's actually gone down when they're like, "Yeah, this hey, guy's not true." Yeah. Well, proof and quotation marks.
1: Yeah, well he's he's got actually think history about it, to run back on it,
0: At no point in this episode do they have any actual hard proof besides? No, yeah, this word wouldn't have been mouth. held up in the court of law. No, no, no. Well in the Earth Court of Law. Right, right. Clearly in the Koral. Or maybe just not. In they don't American seem to give a law. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is in the next scene when they come back from credits, there's a like militia guy. Mm. That's right. In there is. There is... I don't know what it was. He has, like, one line to Hannah, but he looks so familiar... Well, I looked him up. His name is Kirby Morrow and he's been in, like, everything under the fucking sun. Tell me more. He is, coast currently he's, like, Flash and Arrow and Supernatural. He's, like, Anakin in, Lego like, Star Wars animated oh. shorts. He's been in a shit ton of anime in Yasha. He was Goku in the Canadian Dragon Ball Z. He voiced Tony Stark in an animated miniseries a couple times. So this times. guy is a He def- was in Mortal Kombat TV series in 2011. Wait, um, there was a Mortal Kombat TV series in Well, 2011? I think it was Internet series. Oh, I did yes, see that. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Um, and he ends up having the ways an eye and the, uh, recognize him in the instant is he has a small reoccurring role in Stargate Atlantis as one of the Daedalus officers. Oh. So this guy gets work. He's like I'm scrolling to show Grace his IMDB <laughs> yeah, and it's like not It's ending. pretty intense. Yeah, It's literally I'm just scrolling and it doesn't end. Good
1: for him. So if you recognize the militia guy it's because he's been in everything in the whole wide world.
0: Yeah. he's, he's <laughs> You can't have a show without him in yeah, it Yeah. He's pretty much a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> um. So in the episode, Hanno seems he like, just wants to kill him now, uh, yeah. kill kill tilt now. But um, Kirby Morrow points out that it's the mandates demands uh, that you don't kill him. Yeah. Um, you know, he he just because he doesn't recognize him doesn't mean you can kill him now. Uh, right. Hanno's sure, this is him. And the Korai will back him, and Hannah uh, goes to take him to the Elders, and Jack says he's always wanted to meet the Elders. (laughs) Because he can't snark.
1: That's not allowed for him to spend any time not snarking.
0: Well, to be fair, he has to be serious for most of this episode, he has to get a snark in early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because he doesn't get a lot of snark in this one. No, he doesn't. It's very painful to watch. (laughs) He gets some smart aleck ass. (laughs) That's true. But not as much snark. They're very two different things. Yeah, that's very true. So outside, everyone's coming out from the woodwork. Daniel wonders if they're all coming from religious events, and Jack asks why it always has to be a religious thing with Daniel. (laughs) Uh, Hanno points out uh, that when the gold come through the gate, they run and hide, uh, and they haven't been here in quite a while. So kind of overdue. Kind of like Florida and hurricanes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Run, hide. Run and hide. Uh, So Daniel points out that their word for the Stargate, uh, it's like Kirk Kokona. And it's both Latin and Greek roots. Yeah, I totally understood cornucopia,
1: <laughs> but you're you're probably more right. Than I, I just know.
0: think it's a fun note that that in all of this, Daniel's like, actually push my glasses yeah. up. <laughs> that is from two different root languages, from two different cultures, and they should be intermingling. <laughs> Get out of here, Daniel. I feel like that's his voice as he said it too. Yeah. Him. So they meet the elders, uh, and the elders like, you can go. And Jack's like, All righty, right, let's go." Daniel argues that you know, we should stay and we should learn and Jack points that nope. it's important to respect our elders and asks Tilk to dial it up back to Earth. But the elders like, "No, Tilk must stay for the Korai." Jack points out clearly that they can't have Tilk. No. Uh, and he points Teal'c's out part of the
1: team can't take our Tilk
0: and 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 like Teal'c's like I don't remember who you are and Hano's like wanna bet and holds up a cane and we get a flashback yeah so there's an older man he's holding out his hand he's leaning on a cane there's a puffist and he yells at Teal'c to do it and Teal'c shoots the man with a staff weapon and a young kid runs over the fallen body of his father uh, Tilk doesn't recognize him. Yes. Yeah. Um, Hannah goes to take Teal to into custody. This is custody. the first of
1: quite a few of Tilk's flashbacks, right? Yeah, there's
0: like three or four of them. I
1: feel like we should have better transitions. Something crazy cheesy. Like, yeah. I don't know, like some sort of dream <laughs> sequence <laughs> line. <laughs> or...
0: <laughs> Something to take us back. Um, but they go to take Teal into custody. Jack and Sam raise their weapons. Uh, Jackson, Jackson pushes Jack's weapon down. I need to stop calling. I just realized that Daniel you have Jackson. Jackson and Jack. Yeah. Jacks.
1: That's okay. Jackson and O'Neill or Dan. But no, Daniel I just and,
0: realized, and, and like, when you put them together like that, that's like a weird name combination to have two yeah. characters. Nixie is
1: cut off. No more Jin.
0: <laughs> Anyways, they disarm Teal- <laughs> I just started. Um, so Teal's <laughs> in a cell in the next scene, and Hanno has already decided that he's guilty. Yep. Um, but they can at least untie his hands, even if he's guilty. Uh, Jack plans to break him out as soon as the guys return. Um, And he wants to do it it, without bloodshed if they can. Right. Teal'c refuses to go. He will not come with him. Jack doesn't understand. But Teal doesn't want to disrespect the... I guess... Brisa? I missed the name of the people...
1: You know, I did too. Because I'm not good with that. Villagers, but but essentially, Tiok is a guy who's not going to disrespect cultures, different cultures. He knows how to communicate interculturally, and this is not something he's going to do. Plus, also, he's probably feeling some guilt. That's what I'm saying. It's that
0: mixed with uh, I got caught and I can't pay shit
1: back here. Yeah. Um. It's time for him to make to do penance. He's
0: Jack and and Daniel debate whether the facts... They don't know what the Korai is. Right. And and Daniel's like, well, it may not be that bad. And Jack's like, well, they could take him out and shoot him at dawn. Right. We don't know. You don't know what Korai means. And that's what worries Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a comment here where Tealuk's like, I'm not going to go. And then... I think it was here or later, but then Jack makes a comment of a we'll whole knock him out and drag him back. Yeah. I would love to see Jack try and carry yeah, Teal. Yeah, I
1: would like to see him, Sam, and Daniel all <laughs> together try and carry Teal. I don't think that's going to happen. No, there's no way. There's no, no. Are going to get
0: a wheelbarrow to yeah. wheel him back to the <laughs> gates?
1: Yeah, there's just no way. You're going to have to go find Jessica Jones and have her come pick him up.
0: We <laughs> just finished that last night.
1: <laughs> that is another good show if anybody's oh, paying attention. David Tennant is so good. <laughs> okay. We got one more episode. Don't ruin it.
0: I won't ruin it. That's <laughs> okay. that point, you already know that yeah. David Tennant yeah, is really awesome. Yeah, that's true. So, when we come back to the cell, there's now three women kneeling before Teal'c. They're his voice- Sort of defense attorney, right, right, but well, it's a state, uh, yeah, state appointed, yeah, a defense attorney that doesn't really give a shit because right. already assumes his guilt again, like a state appointed defense, yeah, attorney. <laughs> yeah state appointed <laughs> defense. Um, so she's been shown to he- uh, chosen to hear his confession, mm-hmm. uh, because if he wasn't guilty, there would be no corai which right. makes total sense. Yeah, Jack points out, innocent until proven guilty. And Daniel helpfully points out that there's actually it's a relatively new concept. Usually, <laughs> see it the other way around in yes, history. Yeah. And Jack basically just slaps him across the face, going, "Shut up!" Yeah. Um, Jack says, that they'll "Don't be, help them." <laughs> no, you're not helping. Yeah, it's basically what he's saying. <laughs> um, Jack points out that they'll be Teal'c's voice for the Korai. Uh, well, all three of them will be yep. Teal'c's voice for the Korai. So, the presumption of innocence is actually Article 11 of the UN's Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Um, but it does, it seems to have started in ancient Rome. Oh. It was, there's a Latin term, which I'm sure anyone who knows anything about law may know, but it says, proof lies on him who asserts, not him who he denies. Oh. Um, there's actually also, it looked like, at least, again, in my very in-depth search of it, it looks like there's a version of it in Islamic law as well. Oh. And then once the Roman Empire fell, most of Europe fell back to the, like, presumed guilt system um, which sounds like the witch trial type route. Yeah, um, like the Salem-y if you type float, things. then you're innocent. <laughs> uh, there's yeah. and sometimes like in some places the accused could prove his innocence by having twelve people swear to his innocence. Yeah, which again sounds totally legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Usually the nobility is the ones that benefit. Lower class were fucked. Um, and there, there's a line in here uh, where Daniel's like, "Are you sure you're up to this?" And Jack's like, why? You don't think I am? And he goes, well, it's it's just I've never actually heard of you referred to as a diplomat. I think um, antagonist was the word used. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which is easy. He's not wrong. But I think also Daniel, to some degree, underestimates Jack's intelligence. I, we learned that last episode also.
0: I think I, a lot I of it is that. I think a bit of it is intelligence, but I think the also the other half of it is that it's not necessarily an intelligence level. I think it is a. It is a. Um. Uh, peacemaking level. Like, Jack's the one who, went backs up against the wall, he's not going to try to use words to get his way out of the situation. That's fair. That's fair. Jack's going to use the gun in his hand to get out of the situation. But the truth is,
1: we've seen Jack use his his words more often than his gun.
0: This is true. I think it comes across as the other guy. I think from Daniel looking at his side, where he's like, we'll use words for at all means whenever possible. It's kind of like
1: a good gunslinger doesn't actually pull out his gun until he needs
0: to. It's one of those things where from a third party, from an outside observer, you can see that. I don't think Daniel sees it. You're absolutely
1: right. I don't think Daniel sees it. I think Daniel
0: goes, you're the military man who's going to use guns, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't necessarily notice the fact that... He notices when he uses guns. He doesn't notice the fact when he uses words. Okay. That's fair. Yep. Um, So we start the Korai. Uh, Hanno, who kneels before... He kneels before Tealik and apologizes for his rash behavior earlier. Um, He shamed himself and his clan and he asked for forgiveness. Hmm. Teal gives it. The elder woman gives him the staff of Korai, hmm. the staff of... It's the talking something. stick. It's the yeah. talking stick, yes.
1: <laughs> you get the talking <laughs> stick. I have the <laughs> talking <laughs> stick now. I get to talk. Um, <laughs> Give me the conch, piggy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so gives the staff to Hanno, and he immediately breaks into the... Uh, my name is Mentino Montoya. He killed my father. before that. <laughs> um, he gets to leave the Korai. Jack calls objection, which is, I think, my favorite line yeah, of the entire Yeah, I think episode. he's been watching a
1: lot of Law & Order himself. <laughs> um, that, um,
0: objection means nothing here. They yeah. don't even
1: know. Although, is Jack a Law & Order guy? Was he more of, like, a Judge Wapner guy? Uh
0: Jack is a um uh NCIS. Is Lock guy. No, he's an NCIS guy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> Even though that. it's Navy, yeah. he's an NCIS no, you're guy. Right. You're absolutely right. He's much more of a Jag <laughs> NCIS person <laughs> yeah, if he's gonna watch fair. one. That's fair. Um and that's simply because there's no Air Force version, so they used to go to the, the Yeah. Um it's he's like, it's not fair that the accuser gets to be judge, but Hannah and everyone else is confused that Well, there can be no impartial person. Everyone has an opinion. Hmm. And Hanno's the one who suffered. So, therefore, he's the only one who can fairly say what punishment is.
1: Yeah, that's pretty backwards to what we know. Totally logical. Except not. Except not. Um, Daniel here mentions... What an interesting concept, though. It's like, well, he's the only one who's invested in this, so he should get to decide.
0: you know, I thought originally that that sounds just as backwards. That people can then just go be blaming anyone for everything and get away with it. Right,
1: but you I still guess have
0: to prove that you, it happened. Something like that can only exist in a society where everyone is ext- like not schemy and skeezy. Yeah, and they're there's not no going way to take have it for that. granted. I
1: mean, isn't that part of the human condition? Well,
0: yes, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it can exist in in reality, but it is balanced by the fact that in later in the episode where he finally sentenced Teal to death, he has to be the one that actually does it then. That's true. So like I to me it's balanced because Again, we're talking about an ideal society and ideal people who are not that shit crazy.
1: Yeah. You're resting a lot of your ideals on the fact that people aren't psychopaths.
0: Yes, I am. For this case in point, I am. Yeah. Well, no, I mean the theory in general of approach. Because you have to then, um, you have to trust then that a person is not going, is is going to be hesitant about taking someone's life. That's true. That they're not just going to take someone's life in order to get their way. Right. Which in our society, that'd be happening every single second. Yeah. By someone in the world. Yeah, Would have no problem, if if the push comes to shove and they want something bad enough, that they can blame someone else and then take them out, unfortunately, horribly enough, people are going to do that. It's just not, yeah, we're just not built to be that way. No, 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 no. Um, And Daniel in here mentions that it's, I'm going to mispronounce this, I apologize to everyone who knows this word, um, Talmudic? I think okay. uh, it says, and he goes, "Only he who was wrong can forgive," and it refers to Jewish law, or at least the basis of what Jewish law is based on. Okay, and, uh, it's a series of writings by pre-Christian era rabbis. On there's like thousands of them, like on tons of subjects: law, ethics, philosophy, customs, history, etc. So I, it sounds like from that is what Jewish law kind of evolved out of and that's what Daniel was referencing when he says that SAT word that All most rooted. people, yeah, that, I mean, I would have just brushed and by so it. So that's essentially the
1: concept that we were just discussing. Where yeah. He's oh. the guy who, who had something in infl- He's the only one invested in this.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's the the line that, he's, that Daniel said was only he could be wrong, him forgive. So yeah, Interesting. it's... It's only the person that Teal'c inflicted the pain on is the one that can forgive Teal for it.
1: That is a uh, that is new to my brain. I'm wrapping my brain around it, but
0: it's, I kind of understand it. Doesn't seem yeah, doesn't seem crazy. Um, so Jack just keeps getting frustrated. Right, Daniel's not helping the case. He keeps bringing shit up that Jack wants to smack him for. Yeah, Teal'c's not helping his case. He just is talking when Daniel's like, shh. Yeah. Jack's like, shut up. Stop talking. I'm Um, trying to help you. Yeah. Teal'c agrees that he was the one who killed Hano's father. Mm Mm-hmm. And just shit's not looking good
1: no and but that you know let's let's get into Yoke's brain for a minute here he's been carrying this guilt yes for not specifically for this kid's father although yes. he clearly remembers the story vividly yeah so there's something there but I wonder how many more of these stories he's got in of
0: and then he, he touches that later he's like I'm not doing it this just for this one person who's died this is something that, He's trying I to cleanse himself. Yeah. He's trying to cleanse himself. He's like, I've done horrible shit in right. the past. And he's trying to ask forgiveness. This is, I can now pay one person back and hopefully yep. that will, he's trying to balance the skills in his life. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you,
1: how do you make peace with that?
0: <sighs> I don't even know if you can. Yeah, that's true. It's, I think you become at peace with what you can do now is you're doing things now as okay. opposed to... Is, as opposed to dwelling on the past it's mm-hmm. what you're doing now and what you do in the future
1: that's fair yeah I you guess can't, you can't change what you've done you can and, only and they affect what you do and now. they
0: cover that later on as well um, so the room is now empty Jack still doesn't understand why Tilk was going along with this uh, Tilk says that he's not going to lie he did kill the you know Heno's father okay. the prophets ordered him to do it right Jack's like you were just following orders. Teal goes, that doesn't erase my responsibility. If the punishment is death, that's what he's going to take. Mm-hmm. Teal'c asks if Jack has ever faced the crying eyes of a child whose father he has just murdered. Jack pauses for a fairly long time before he says, not exactly.
1: Yeah, that's that's basically Jack's way of saying, I've seen some shit. Yeah. Or I've done some
0: shit. It's mm-hmm. like it leads you to wonder how close to that is actually true. Yeah, well, because I, he I wrote, has a black ops history, he has his whole past that he's not going to talk about even to Tilk. Teal-
1: yeah, I I you know, I wrote in my notes Jack and Tilk Teal- share war stories, but they don't. They don't actually yeah. share anything. But they share the idea that they each have. Yeah,
0: they they know each other. They know that each other has very dark pasts. Yeah. And they kind of take solace on the fact that they know the other person has seen and done shit, mm-hmm. and they don't have to mention it.
1: What different uh, approaches they have, though, to healing, whereas, yeah. uh, you know, maybe that's uh, clearly that's where Jack's hard candy shell comes from. Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, we learn here soon that that uh, Tilk's hard candy shell is not nearly as thick. No, no. Uh, he He becomes a blubbering ball of emotion. Um, I just watched an episode of Futurama where Zoidberg uh, sheds his shell and molts yep. and he's just yeah. a blob of jelly. Yep. I feel like that's what Teal'c is now. Teal'c does kind of become a blob of jelly. Teal'c is now a blob of jelly because <laughs> he's molted his, his candy coating. Um, <laughs> now, on a much lighter
1: note. Yes. Did we skip past the part where Teal'c is put into drag makeup? No,
0: that's coming okay. up. That's later. Okay. Don't worry.
1: We're just making sure.
0: But I, I love this scene because, Jack, well, it continues. Jack goes on that there's always things that that we wish we could change, but the whole point of a chain of command is undermines free will. As a soldier, you have to follow orders. That's That's what they're trained to do. Mm -hmm. It's not always easy. It's not always right. um, But the responsibility is put on those giving the orders. And Pophis is the one responsible for Hannah's death, father's death. But Teal'c disagrees. All the emotions flowing, the blubbery jelly mess. Um, Tilk says that he's done many things in the past. Mm -hmm. The victims deserve retribution, and this is not about this one man's death. This is about the many years of his past. Right. I love this scene because it's a fairly quiet scene of exactly as we're saying. These two guys who have done shit. Yeah. Who, you know, I love the conversation about, they're in a chain of command.
1: Yeah, they're Um, both responsible for the actual... People who are considered collateral damage. Yes. And and it's, it's their weapon that's,
0: yeah. that's caused the, it. It's, it's one of those things where I think Jack puts it more on, I was the weapon. Mm-hmm. I was not... Uh, technically, I pulled the trigger, but someone else pulled my trigger. That right. analogy does not work, but, you know... O- O'Neill doesn't take he... O'Ne- uh, part of it. O'Neill takes on himself, but he 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 knows he he shouldn't take the entire burden of what happened on right. himself because he knows it was ultimately someone else's decision. He was trained as a soldier.
1: Well, as a guy who's now in that position uh, to make the decisions, he's yeah. got to think that way exactly. And he has to remember that that guy was the one that made the call. Just like yes. he is the one that makes the call
0: now. When he tells you know, when he tells the rest of the team to open fire, right? And if they take someone down, you know, that's ultimately when he tells Sam to take
1: that girl down the elevator yeah. or tells her not to go down there with her yeah. that's his call exactly it's not
0: Sam's It's and so you know if, if Teal'c ends up killing someone uh, in the line of duty under Jack's it's mm-hmm. not all on ja- Tilk, it would right. then be on Jack and that's, that's what he's true. trying to impress and so I love these two guys who have such different views of this very serious subject that is uh, it's one of those things that's talked about in, in almost every show that people have extremely varying... You know, uh, uh, points of view on, and it's interesting to hear the different points of view from people who are, or who are, or have served in the military versus the people who are on the outside that don't understand. Yeah, you know, I imagine, you know,
1: for me, it's easy to say, well, you've got to be the one that makes a difference. You've got to be the one that stands out and says, "Don't do it." Yeah, Uh, but I haven't been in that
0: situation. Exactly. We don't know what it's like. You know, uh, we've never served in the military. Um, I've had family, at least, that served in the military, Um, but it's. You know, uh, there's some point earlier in my life where I was like, "Well, you can always make the choice not to pull the trigger." And then I evolved and right. I learned and understood that it's—it's it's not that it's, simple. It's not that simple at all. Yeah, it's—it's it's a big, con- it's a big gooey mess. Right. That there's really no right answer. So I love this point of view of these two guys who are arguing those two separate sides to one another with a great deal of respect, with a great deal of knowledge, with a great deal of of um, pressure and um, history in their points yeah, of view. Yeah,
1: well, and they're each coming from it uh, in a really personal way, so there's respect for that for, for each other.
0: Exactly. They're not talking out there's of their ass. It's not theoretical. This is I'm completely... not the one who's making this conversation with Teal, like trying to impart some right. personal knowledge, this is based on talking out of experience. my ass. Like, yeah, yeah, they both know what they're talking <laughs> about. Um, and you see how much emotion he's been holding back. Uh, he's, you know, the, he's made of emotion.
1: Yeah. He's so a- where, so where do we take it from here? You know, we've got this story from Teal. Mm-hmm. We've got Jack trying to convince him of something else. Yep. So now, what do we do? We're still in the same position. Teal is in, in this court. And yep. He's, he's not gonna say that he didn't do it because he did. So what do we do? Where do we move from here?
0: Well, I mean, Teal can't get over the the past of what he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he knows there was ones that he that, that he didn't kill now i have had years of a fate worse than death as right. a host. Right. So, in some cases, it's it's death or hell. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, Teal'c's been crying. You can literally see the tears running down Teal'c's face, which, to me, is more emotional than a lot of other things yeah, in the show. Yeah, because he's not a guy who cries. When you see a character that's not an emotional being all of a sudden breaking down, yeah, yeah. That's too much, yeah, it got to you. Um, Jack doesn't accept it. He's going to save him, even if against Tilk's will. Mm-hmm. So Daniel says the best bet is to prove Tilk has changed. Um, that this man doesn't deserve to die. Right, so how are we going to do that? It's a good thing. Well, Jack brings Daniel as a witness. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, um, you know, and the fact that Teal picked Daniel's wife to be a host, um, and Daniel still likes him, um, and Daniel says he wanted to hate Tilk for what he did, uh, but he's a different Teal'c now, and he knows that he's fighting to save right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So now we have Sam questioning Tealuk, um, that they were. They're talking now about the the pilot episode. There were fifty captives. Apophis would order Teal'c to kill everyone, and instead he shot his fellow guards, and he sacrificed almost ever seeing his family again right. in order to do this. Um, so then we cut to Jackson is out poking the market. <laughs> um, this is li- this scene is entirely here for us to learn that the villagers uh, live in caves that they call the Hiding. Whenever the gates light up, they run and hide. They're very fast, but they never leave anyone behind. And Daniel has an idea. He heads back to Tilk's cell. Apophis ordered Tilk to kill one of the villagers. Right. So the rest would obey. And Daniel goes, Why did you choose that one? Flashback! <laughs> <Do-do-do-do-do-do>. <laughs> yeah. um, this is when we realized there was more behind what Tealc did even then. Yes. So Tealc hesitated. Uh, he sees Hannah's father with his hand out, and he has one leg. And Apophis, uh, in the end, chose seven women, and he mm-hmm. let the rest go. So Daniel says that they have their defense right there. Jack doubts anything will change their minds. He wants to bring out reinforcements from Earth, and Tealc's gonna come even has to knock him out. And this kind of we they touch on it later. The the basis of that is that Tilk killed one person who was going to be the slowest right. of the group so that the next time they came he would, they would all be faster. Right. And so he he saw a man who had one leg he made who a, was obviously not going to be running as fast. Yeah. He chose the lesser of all the evils. Which brings me to you know the thought experiment about the train? Tell me more. Okay, so You have, like, it's it's a train is coming towards you, and there's a a split in the tracks. And you can control which way the train goes. There's no way for the train to stop. Got it. There is one person on to the left of you and ten people to the right of you. Oh, Which direction do you have the train go? Yeah, well, you have to kill the one person. But then it goes, okay, what if that one person... So the question is, what if that one person was an elderly? Right. Okay. But what if that one person was a baby? Or what if that one person was your mother? Yeah. And it's ten strangers. Yep. And so it's it's how it's as you keep going, you know, what does it take for you do you ever how get to How do you the value point? one
1: life over other lives? Do you
0: ever get to the point where you kill ten people to save one person? yikes yeah you know and that's what i kind of thought about when 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 tilk made the decision of if i'm gonna have to kill one person i'm going to kill the perceptively the, the person. slowest person of this yeah. to help save them in the future right um so we see jack Beck at the sgc and he asked hammond to mobilize a command unit that's all that happens. Yep. Uh, more. Back at the Cori, this is what we just touched on. Daniel points out... I think he out, just wanted
1: to come home and have a burger or something. Yeah, yeah, he just wanted a beer. He's yeah, been through he's some like, shit. dude, I've, i got to get off
0: this planet for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so Daniel points out, you know, he killed one man. He saved everyone else. Mm-hmm. True, you know, he's seen Apophis kill everyone many times over. Like, that's yep. not a bluff on Apophis's part. No, he's going to do it, yeah. <laughs> he will do it. And he points out he he, you know, Hannah... Hanno points out that you chose the cripple man, and therefore you're a coward. Right. D- but. Daniel's like, no. He chose the slowest person in order to let the village as a whole run faster and hide faster. Because uh, even then, Tilk knew how they hid. Right. He knew that they never found him. He didn't quite know that there was a hiding, but he knew something was up. Yeah. So he didn't want anyone to get captured in the future. Um, Hanno refuses to hear it and says it's irrevel- irrelevant. Um, right. Hanno points out that if he's changed... He should have turned on his fellow guards then, that's and not later on.
1: Well, yeah, and, you know, instead of he's killing still his coming father in the place of an angry man, his father was killed.
0: Yeah, but I don't remember if it's Daniel or Teal points out that it wouldn't have done any good. Like he still would have killed everyone yeah, that's because true. he Tealuk couldn't kill every every serpent there, every mm-hmm. serpent guard, and every in uh, every Gould. Absolutely, they did try to come and attack Earth for yep. what happens in the pilot episode, um, but Earth has defenses. <laughs> That's true. By the way, it didn't work because we're cooler than you. Yeah, basically, they just got their shit cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> now, here's the thing that I may have inferred. I don't think it actually happened. Yes. But I want to put it out there. So, you know, in, in my mind, um, how does his dad kind of volunteered? Yes, he did. Okay.
0: I don't think they ever mentioned. I think... They verbally mention it when you keep seeing him with his hand reach out.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that was that was him saying, listen, you've got to
0: do this. Yeah. Take me. And it's interesting I'm the guy. that. So here's my question is when the flashbacks do we see um, those are very clearly Tilk's view. Right. Of what happened. Does he even tell Daniel that his arm was outstretched towards me? Is he completely know. holding that in because he doesn't want to give any more ammo in order to set himself free? He's so convinced that he needs to die for all of this right? that he's not even telling Daniel, well... He it's was it's possible, but for it. I mean,
1: he's got to draw the line somewhere. I, and for Hano's sake, he needs to tell him how brave his dad was. This is true. At no point
0: does Tilco, you know,
1: because this is your opportunity to say, "Listen, your dad was a badass."
0: Yeah, he, he basically sacrificed said, himself "I'm the for guy you to save yeah. you in the future." Right. That's a that's that's a really good. I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah, but yeah, that is something that even if it's at the very end. What, After Hannah was like, Well, you're not the Jaffa that I was looking for. Right. You know, Tilk could have said, you know, before that Jaffa died, he told me how brave your father was, or something like this could have been added. Um
1: but I also wonder how much of that Hannah would
0: have believed. None of it. Yeah. Well, I think I think at the end of the episode he may have believed part of it. Mm. Now, no, he wouldn't believe any of it. That's true. Um. And so, he go. Who said this? Oh, Daniel said it, that killing Teal'c now won't change the past. Right. But letting him live will change the future. That's He's very He's actively fair. trying to take down the gold. Yeah. Um, but Hanno can only make decisions to save Teal'c. And Daniel has made a very wise and moving argument. But since nothing he did in the future can bring back his father, too bad, tomorrow he will die by his own right. weapon at noon. Sucks to be you. Sucks to be you. So, back in the briefing room... Hammond is questioning Jack. Um, This is a very interesting... uh, Everything with Hammond and Jack, I find very interesting in this episode. Okay. So... Well, Hammond's like, well, they are not. don't sound hostile in any way. They're not, yeah. You know, they have teal hostage, That's but true. it sounds like they've been treating you with respect. Yeah. And now you just want to go and insult them? Yeah. Um, and Jack's like, well, I don't want to assault them. I want to intimidate them with firepower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hammond points out that the United States is not in the business of interfering with other people's affairs. It's absolutely true. And Jack asks, as I kind of do, since when? <laughs> yeah,
1: since <laughs> Cause, never. Because... Yeah.
0: <laughs> The U.S. Kind Here's of what this, does this shows that.
1: to me that at the end of the day, Hammond still doesn't see Teok as one of the team.
0: To a certain degree, to a certain degree, I think I think that is covered later okay. because um, first Hammond does make the line that that's been since this administration was elected, hmm. and I laughed, and I wonder if. Clinton is actually the president in world. <laughs> That's very true. Just yeah. a, a question mark. Yeah. Let's play um, on some
1: American politics here for a second. I'm <laughs> going
0: to for every for our own safeties, I'm not going to that. not do <laughs> that. Um so, not, not even back in time politics. No, 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 Let's not no, get involved. Not even. Um, so here's here's the interesting. So Hammond does say Tilk is not one of their own. He's right. not their own to rescue. He goes, technically, in the eyes of the, the government, he is not an American citizen. He's not an Earth citizen. Um, Carter tries to play the he's a valuable resource card. And Hammond points out that that doesn't stop on Earth. That wouldn't stop anyone from pursuing war criminals because they have a change of heart. And he goes, you know, like it or not, criminal. is a war he's a criminal. criminal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he spent years doing some damn distasteful things, and now they're catching up with him. And Jack yeah. rightfully points out that he's also spent years in service of his own country in order to do some damn distasteful things, and they wouldn't let him be executed by anyone. And Hammond says that in his own opinion, yes, they should save him. But the government policies he has to adhere by says no. He's absolutely right. So here's, if here's you put where put it in think, black and white, Teoka's a war criminal. Yes. And here's one thing. I think Hammond himself Thinks that Teal is part of the team. Right. If it was up to Hammond himself, they would go and they would get Teal back. Okay. But Hammond, this is what I love, one of the things I love about Hammond, as much as it hurts to hear, Hammond is such an upstanding person. Mm-hmm. He is so, he's like, this is my job. It is is yeah. It I have to follow job. the policies of the, the, the government. By the letter of the law. Yep. And this is the one. Slightly political thing I'll get into is this is what I wish that more, you know, elected officials would go by. Yeah, this is uh, my personal opinion, but th- this is what I was elected to do.
1: They are two different things. Exactly. And we'll leave it there.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, um, but I love that entire interaction between Hammond and Jack. I love how testy it gets. Yeah. Um, it's I love tough. that it's a tough thing. Yeah. Jack just is. I mean, Jack is essentially insubordinate and is talking in some of this yeah um and i love you know hammond holds his footing he's like i don't not want to go save him right but but it's not my place i also have a job to do and i have people i have to report to and i'm a cog in the chain of command the exact same way you are right right um back on the planet this is where tealik is getting his drag makeup on
1: yes yes This is the part where we finally... This is the closest I think that I'll get to seeing Teal can drag. This
0: is why at the end of last episode, like, <laughs> so we get to see Teal can drag this episode. And I was like, not saying a word. Because, yes, we I mean, it's not of, really...
1: It's a little more tribal and drag. Like, I mean, there are some queens out there that could do a much better job than what was done.
0: But look. But
1: still. He's wearing being colors show, on his face.
0: And, you know, this is, this is at least in the realm right
1: I'll take it I'll take it we're getting close
0: we're getting close I
1: like I like me some Chris Judge and some uh, fun stuff (laughs) that man has got facial features to die for those eyebrows my goodness did you notice he didn't have a shirt on too that's I'm okay with that yeah
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Let's move forward. Yes, let's move forward. Uh, And Tilg also tells Daniel that his file's request is to donate his body and his larva to research on Earth. Yeah. Daniel doesn't want to hear any of it. Yeah. Get out of here. Back on Earth, the president won't authorize a rescue, um, and he can't commit troops to an action that is morally ambiguous. Right. And Jack has the right to disagree, but he cannot take actions that are against orders. Mm -hmm. And that's the exact same. Hammond disagrees entirely. Right, it's not there's gonna go you against orders. Do. Yeah, they can't do anything. Um, when they arrive back on the planet, the place is torn up. Uh, Teal'c cell is empty and open. Um, the Serpent Guards have there's have rounded everyone up because this place is there's ransacked been a Jaffa by the yeah Jaffa have attacked, Gul'dan attacked while they yeah. were gone. The shit has hit the fan. Um, and he... So they they've rounded a bunch of people up. Um, and they, they try to get Sam and Jack. It doesn't work because it's Sam and Jack. Right. Uh, and they take one down and, hey, they have a staff weapon now. Sweet. So Hannah thinks it's Jack... Who's brought the Gould here? Yeah, Hannah
1: Hanna needs to get his his life together. Like, why would Jack bring Jafar? Like, I get it. You're angry. You think all the in, things.
0: You're fearful. But he's got to be a little smarter than that. He really. He has no clue though that they're not working. Again, they yeah, brought no fair. proof that they're not working with the Gould. Very true. We have a Jafar, and we're trying to tell you that he's a good guy now. But it's the same thing. They have they have nothing to prove that's that true. they're not working with the Gould. Um. And, but they're trapped there. And somehow the Jaffa, you know all of their escape routes to the caves. Hmm. Uh, Daniel's like, if you free Teal, he can help us. Yep, that's And I true. was like, no. And he is going to go help out. But he tells this kid next to him that if I fall, you need to kill this dude in my place. Yeah, that's going to happen. You're it's like a, a child. 12-year-old yeah. kid. Yeah. Um, and... So, there's this whole scene happens kind of quickly. Mm -hmm. There's villages of the DHD that the Chaffa are gonna take off planet. There's others come out and start shooting at the Chaffa. Jack fires back, kills a couple Chaffa. Um, Hanno sees that Jack and Sam doing this, is surprised. Right. I love that Hanno gives him a look of thank you. And Jack gives him a look of "fuck you." Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: as he should, as he should. Exactly. This guy's done nothing but make their life difficult.
0: So Daniel and Teal'c run into Shaquel, which, if you remember, is the Jaffa from the Knox.
1: Chakel, so, yes, yes, yes.
0: yes. Um, and
1: that's everywhere.
0: Yeah, My goodness. Well, the child that was supposed to kill Teal'c if Hanno died gives Teal'c a knife so he can cut his, his hands that's free right, behind yeah. his back in secret. Uh, Shako can't wait to kill Teal'c but instead gets killed himself by (laughs) Teal'c boom smart Um, kid let me tell you exactly I'm glad that that kid made that right decision so now he gets a staff weapon and he just starts mowing down Jaffa right because he knows what to do SG-1 joins in and everyone's taken down very quickly um, but Teal'c was hitting, like hitting? Yeah. He was hitting in the hitting. thigh. Yep, he was hitting in the thigh. In the, in the scrape. Yeah.
1: Um, to be fair, there's a lot of spots to hit there. That's a, there's... there's a lot of meat there yes. to hit. Yes. Okay, I'm done. Hey, I have, I'm not,
0: I'm not quite for the same reasons, but I have some meat some to meat hit on my thigh, thigh as yeah. well. That's alright. Um, <laughs> and Teal'c still refuses to leave. And he limps over and hands Hanno the staff weapon and tells him it's
1: midday and he's prepared to die. That's right. Because Tilk is a man of honor and he man, said and I fucked born.
0: up and here's the thing that yep. I need to do. And Hanno goes, he he goes, why did you save the people who want to kill you? Right. Because he still doesn't understand. No. And Teal'c goes, he saves those who deserve to live. Right. And then this is where Hanno goes, I, I think I made a mistake. Yeah. Uh, my memory's foggy. You're not the man who killed my father. The Jaffa's... You killed the Jaffa that killed yeah. my father. Uh, you should go home with your friends. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> the end. And Jack offers to help teach them to defend themselves better next time. Yeah. It kind of ends very abruptly. Yeah, it's
1: kind of... <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, they, they kind of... There's not too much else to solve How up. else would you wrap that up? And it's, it's, Let's put that out there. It's just
0: like... yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I mean, like all we were missing was the heartwarming music at the end of the sitcom doo, that says, doo, 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 "Wait a minute! Doo, 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 doo,
0: doo. I've learned a lesson. It's I, time to learn a lesson." I here. think I may have considered. I feel like Hanno made his dis- his change of heart a bit abruptly.
1: I think he'd made the change of heart a while back, but refused to admit it. <gasps> maybe that's that's what I think.
0: I would have. I think maybe like just an extra line or two.
1: Fair. in there I think look I think even halfway through this, this kangaroo court as Jack called it yeah, um, Hannah knew what he was dealing with but he was just kind of filled in face. anger he was filled in anger and he yeah. wanted to save face and and this was where he was coming from and once the Jaffa hit and there was there was this turning point where he's like well this is my chance yeah. this is my chance to just do the right thing here and then and then um, Teo goes and, and, be, uh, and becomes a badass and saves all these people and takes mm-hmm. a hit and he's like well now I really have to change my mind
0: yeah this, I really like this episode. Okay, but it's a it kind of drags a bit for me. It is
1: a little long, but I don't know how else you would play this.
0: I I don't know either. I I because you can't necessarily add a, a I think you an need extra a, story or anything well, in there. Yeah, but you do. I think you need a B story. I think maybe what I would I don't know if this would work, but I almost want to see. More longer drawn out flashbacks. I would like to see the story on the the flashback story be a little more. Either one of two things: either have a B plot line and not have flashbacks. I think you
1: need a B story. I don't think Sam and Daniel are doing enough in this no, one. they are. I think you need a B story going on here. I think you need some it other. It would have thing. been nice if if Daniel and Sam
0: had to go out and search for something.
1: Well, I just... Maybe... Let's get to know these people on this planet a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, And and that could have been their
0: uh, opportunity to do so. Like, there was just... There was something missing... And I don't know, because I don't write shit, um, <laughs> what is missing. Yeah. I can't place what it is. I but just think is... that the
1: story is not enough to carry all 45 minutes of the show. It's,
0: no, it's an it, amazing... You just need another story. Yeah, it's an amazing story, and they touch on some really deep things in this story, and there's yeah. some crunchy, juicy, lovely bits in here.
1: You, you need something that hits the other parts of your brain.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: Maybe it's just even seeing the other side of the coin that isn't Hanas. Yeah, you know, maybe it's it's someone else seeing the rest of the Jaffa from everyone else's point of view. Something. Maybe we
0: hear more from that elder woman.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's you know. an interesting position to take. That's true. Yeah. Or, I mean, I wonder what else, who else she's had to defend,
0: or not defend. Right. Who else she had to have the talking stick to? That's true. Because she doesn't do anything. Yeah. What does she do if she's if she? Like, doesn't do anything in these car eyes, and, like, what does she, does she actually sort of a ruling body? Yeah. Because she's not ruling anything here. Yeah, that's true.
1: She's not, yeah, she's not the judge. No. She's not the judge advocate uh, general. The, <laughs> I really do think we need, to need her to know about the people on this planet and I yeah. think this would
0: have been a good They're kind of line. because the only person who's even named the, I think the only is,
1: story we, we kind of cover here is Tilk's guilt and Jack and Tilk's um, Do we even get uh, the name
0: of Hanno's father?
1: I don't know. I'm bad with names to begin with. Like, I don't remember
0: hearing the name of Hano's father even. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's true. It if, is an interesting episode and it's something that needs to be addressed. We do need yeah. to address where Teal comes from. Yeah. But can we stop, like, you know, flogging him
0: with it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, like, I'm, I'm I'm hoping that we've hit the story and now we can tone it down a nil. Yeah. It's like we hit um Cold Lazarus. Like, we hit on what's stabbing at Jack's heart. And yeah. since
1: then, we've we toned it, it yeah. down a little. yeah. So it's like, we get it. Silk has a past. We know he has a past. Yeah. People are going to recognize him. He's done some shit. But can we let this man make an effort to move forward? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope this is... You're right. I hope this is it for now.
0: Like, is there anything they can do to pry that symbol
1: off his forehead? <laughs> seriously, anything other than that stupid hat. Anything other than
0: that straw hat. Seriously, just put a freaking baseball hat anything. on it when you leave planet anything. and people will not recognize him. It's such a far.
1: It won't take very much. It's just, yeah, no, absolutely, you're absolutely even like, Even Daniel's bucket hat, just stick that <laughs> on him. It's, <laughs> it's at least true. better than the cowboy hat. Yeah. I mean, or Sam's helmet. How come he doesn't wear a helmet like Probably everybody else Probably because they don't have
0: a helmet big enough for his head. <laughs>
1: He's the Bruce Bochi of, of Stargate people, oh. and no one will get that other than San Francisco Giants fans. But our, our, our coach has the biggest head in the world. <laughs> custom-made hats. He does, absolutely, has custom-made hats. <laughs> he should share them. <laughs> I'd be okay with Duke wearing a San Francisco Giants ball cap <laughs> of
0: just course you would yeah, I'm totally
1: okay with that let bring it uh, home in
0: 2016 just, you just want to take him to his first baseball game yep. and have it be a San Francisco Giants, Giants game yeah
1: absolutely in yeah. fact he's so interesting looking that he should be on the team okay because every player there should be to on be the fair,
0: team to be fair sorry that was no. Nope, uh, Kaylee just dis- disagrees Kaylee dis- he should not play baseball ever Kay- no Kaylee just thinks he should go play for the Tigers <laughs> I'm not okay with that Kaylee
1: I'm not okay with that <laughs> Kaylee is a Tigers fan. I'm I'm all about my Giants and. Oh, do you fair. know Hunter Pence was just in? Uh, is was in uh, Disney World proposing to his girlfriend? Kale Power, Woo-hoo. that's my shout out. Neil, T-
0: Neil Patrick Harris is just in Disney World too. Dang it! Um, actually, Kaylee is much more of a Michigan State Spartans fan, uh, who won the Big Ten championship <laughs> last night. Uh, go Green, go White. Yep. So
1: none of these things mean anything to me either. Everyone listening. <laughs>
0: Please. like we do not go off on <laughs> tangents that mean nothing to our audience. Um, so, would you put this back to important subjects at hand? Yeah. Would you put this on your list? I would. Ooh, I would. Okay, where are you and putting it? I'm going to
1: replace Bloodlines okay. with Cora Eye.
0: So it's cold tie between Cold Lazarus and Bloodlines. Yep. Okay.
1: Because while Bloodlines tells you a little bit of a backstory. For Teok, I think this is a more important part of his story. It's the same way it's, is
0: it kind of the same way for Daniel why Singularity replaced blood and water? Yeah. Blood and yep. fire. You know, fire there's, and there's, water. There's a
1: little bit of a <laughs> there's a little bit of a plan here. You know, most of the episodes are based around a character. I still haven't yeah. gotten my good Sam episode. Yeah. I'm still waiting for it. Uh, Singularity was good. And, okay. I, and I guess that was a Sam episode. I was episode, like, that
0: was a good Sam episode.
1: But I want one that's, that was a good Sam episode, but it doesn't feel like the episode that describes to me who she is. You
0: got Sam, you, but you got a, it was Again, like, that one had a B story and she didn't yes. carry the whole episode. Yes, I think the thing about Singularity and Sam is that you didn't get, this is Sam in, like, Teal carries this all the time. This right. is what's always inside Teal. I think what happened in Singularity is Sam under specific circumstances mm. which you still see a good part of what's actually. I don't know what Sam
1: is everyday. Exactly. Yeah. This is not um, everyday Sam.
0: I love this episode. Does it rank? It doesn't it doesn't break my what? top five. Yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised. It, it doesn't break my top five. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I did not actually do a search, but I'm pretty sure there is no for crying out loud this episode. I don't think I don't there remember is. one at all. Nope, I don't think there is. Um, and there's no deaths. We just avoided one. Yes. Um, so next week uh, we are going to be watching Enigma.
1: Oh, that sounds fun. Like Enigma. Enigma. Like the Riddler. Yes. Is he doing a crossover
0: episode? Yes. 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 Okay. It's actually, uh, <laughs> it's actually Mark Hamill's version of the Oh, them. good, good. Yeah. <laughs> like I was gonna Jimmy. say it's not Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't have to happen ever again. <laughs> um, I. This is one of those episodes that like, I just like watching. Okay. This just has like a cool enigma. And really, I'll be honest, there's one scene in here that because I'm a giant nerd, okay. I like this one specific scene, and okay. it's like one line, and it. there's no reason I should like it. Oh, we'll hear what it is next week. But it's just, I just like the line because I'm a giant nerd, and it covers one of my favorite random lines. This is a total mystery for almost all of you. Even those who've seen the episode go, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> I will tell you next week. Nice. Tune in, listeners! <laughs> um, thanks again for
1: listening. Um, so yeah, next week is Enigma. Next week is Enigma. So far, I like the title. That's yes. all I got. Uh,
0: you can find us on, uh, on Twitter, at Tara Podcast. you can
1: email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Spoiler warnings.
0: Yes. Uh, and you can find us on Facebook if you just search there's no place like Tara. Um, thanks again for listening.
1: We'll see you next week for Enigma. Woo! Bye! Guys.
0: Bye.